Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk the biggest preseason winners and losers from week one next on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Welcome to FFT in Five. I'm Chris Towers, Mirror Adam Azer. And Adam, I think the biggest storyline coming out of not just preseason week one, but the last couple of days heading into the weekend, it's got to be Kenneth Gainwell and just his apparent status as the RB1 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Going into week one of the preseason, we had a couple of reports indicating that he's been, I mean, clearly the lead back in practice in terms of the number of touches and snaps that he's played with the first team offense ahead of DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny. And then we get the first game of the preseason where DeAndre Swift starts the game, plays a couple of snaps, Rashad Penny plays a whole bunch more snaps. Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott weren't even active for this one. I think a lot of people are going to view this as Kenny Gainwell's the number one running back for Philadelphia, one of the best rushing offenses in the league. Do you think that's a, a reasonable reaction to all this? I think it's a reasonable reaction. I don't agree with it. I definitely want to see how this unfolds. And if I were mm-hmm. drafting drafting today, I, I think it's worth drafting Kenneth Gainwell, and you probably want to wait an extra round for Swift or Penny. Uh, but I still am just not buying it. Swift and Penny have been so much better as rushers than Gainwell. We've always gotten a lot of buzz that Gainwell and Scott were going to be involved, but they're never really involved. You know, in the Miles Sanders era, they were never really Mm -hmm. involved unless Sanders got hurt. Uh, So I just don't see Gainwell as that kind of player. I I, I just don't. I think they'd be losing a lot. And I actually thought Swift was a winner because not only did he start, but he actually played running back. He actually ran the ball. Mm -hmm. Everything we heard about Swift was that he's lining up outside. He's just a pass catcher, a pass catcher, but he wasn't in this game. And he ran the ball really well. He had one really nice long run of 24 yards, I think. So I still think Swift should be the first one drafted. The only thing that's changed for changed for me is that Gainwell is a really good late round pick now, just to see what happens. Yeah, I, I think my reaction to this would be to move Swift down maybe a round or two, like you said. So that that might put him around seventy for me. Penny probably stays outside of the top one hundred, and I think you move Gainwell into like the one hundred to one twenty range. But look, this might just be like a true three way split at running back on a team that hasn't historically thrown the ball to their running backs a lot. And obviously Jalen Hurts has played a big role near the goal line. So it might just be a situation where none of them are worth starting. One guy who's definitely going to be worth starting. I'm going to call him a big winner from this weekend. And look, he only attempted three passes and he didn't actually do very much, but Justin Fields <laughs> has to be viewed as a winner just because the drum beat all off season has been Justin Fields has help. He's got guys who can make plays in the passing game and, We saw that. We saw DJ Moore take a screen 50-plus yards. We saw Khalil Herbert take a dump off, go another 50 yards. 
Justin Fields didn't throw the ball past the line of scrimmage on either of those throws, and they turned into 50-yard touchdowns. That's not sustainable. He's not going to you know, average 40 yards per catch. I'm not telling any tales out of school there, but it's just, I think, a good sign that the playmakers are there for this Bears offense. Who are some other winners from preseason week one for you? Well, Khalil Herbert was one of the... I got 12 winners, so everybody... Yeah, I got 13. It's a okay. long list. <laughs> We'd like to be optimistic. Khalil Herbert started, you know, had the 56-yard touchdown catch and run. Can't say it was a bad outing for him. I do think he whiffed on pass protection on the first play, but can't say it was bad for him. Alvin Kamara, five touches on the opening drive, including two catches. Jamal Williams was also in on the opening drive, but Jamal Williams basically did Jamal Williams things for the rest of the game. He averaged three yards per carry. Jahan Dotson, two catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown. And a ridiculous move that he made to get open for that touchdown. He looked great. Deshaun Watson played one drive, completed all three of his passes. Nothing fancy there, but he ran for 20 yards on one drive. That was great. Houston wide receiver Tank Dell is definitely in the discussion for a late-round pick. Five catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. Baker Mayfield was clearly better than Kyle Trask. Yes. have to call him a winner there. Anthony Richardson probably did enough to convince the Colts that he's ready to start. You know, he didn't shrivel. Um, poise, as they said. Yes, he did that. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, I thought, had a good outing, and he's a starter, and we've heard it, in camp. We've heard it from reporters that Dobbs has a role we, uh, mm-hmm. in a big one. Uh, someone predicted he would, one of their beat reporters predicted he would lead the team in catches a few months ago. We always ignore it, but he had a really nice game. I'll, I'll also throw in Jane Reed played a lot uh, rookie. He was their clear slot option with the first team offense. So I'll throw that one out there uh, as a lower end winner to kind of keep your eyes on in the later rounds and deeper leagues. Uh, in the same vein as Romeo Dobbs, Cortland Sutton had five targets with Russell Wilson. He could be a nice pick around pick 100 or so. James Cook looked great, and Deuce Vaughn was good as we look to see who's going to be the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Chris, thank you for your time. All right, yeah, I'll I'll throw out real quickly two rookie tight ends who played pretty much every snap with their first-team offenses, Sam Laporta in Detroit and Luke Musgrave in Green Bay. They're just kind of turning the entire offense over to the young guys in Green Bay. Luke Musgrave looks like he's in a role where he might play 80% of the snaps as as a rookie, so that's one to keep in mind in Green Bay. And for a loser, I'll go with a couple. Tank Bigsby got one play with the first team offense, which, hey, none of the other rookies that played this weekend besides Kendra Miller even got on the field in the first quarter. So not uh, too big really? of a loser. Jameer Gibbs didn't? Oh, Jameer Gibbs. Yes. Sorry. The, he was the only other one. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but David Montgomery didn't play. So that's one we don't really know what to make of. But for for me with Tank Bigsby, there's been a lot of hype, especially over the last couple of weeks. Oh, he's going to make this a competition. He's going to make this a committee backfield. Not so much. Jermichael Hasty got two snaps with the first team offense. Tank Bigsby got one. Uh, Travis Etienne got 10. So clear lead back situation there. Uh, also to Kendra Miller, who suffered a knee sprain during Sunday's game. That's bad news. It's the same knee, apparently, that he had uh, that forced him out of the college football playoffs last year. Unclear if he actually had surgery. I've seen you know conflicting reports on that, but... Clearly not a great sign that he's already hurt. Only played one snap uh, in the first quarter. Didn't play with the first team offense. He has a chance if he's healthy to play a big role in those first three games. But Alvin Kamara, like you said, looked like the clear lead back for uh, New Orleans. So I don't think Kendra Miller is going to have a big role, especially if this injury proves healthy. So obviously arrow pointing down for him. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow.
You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. 